0: This is Jack Kluth.
1: And I'm Lauren Wersher.
0: And welcome to the
1: Ravings Movies and Reviews, ratings and reviews, reviews Podcast. podcast.
0: <laughs> we'll get better at that in the future. <laughs>
1: this is our first episode, after all.
0: Yep. Alright, so how are we doing tonight, Lauren?
1: Um, I'm doing good. I'm kind of tired, but I mean, it's the end of the week. Weekend's coming. I'm pretty excited.
0: Same here, same here. <laughs> um... What have you been watching this week, Lauren?
1: Um, not a whole lot. I mean, I've had to watch some movies for some of the classes I've been taking, but um, I guess one of the most notable ones I saw Tenet recently. The new um,
0: Christopher the new, Nolan. Yep,
1: Christopher Nolan. Um, it was a headache, but I mean, it was still it was still a pretty good movie. So, <laughs> what about you?
0: Yeah, um, I actually saw Tenet a little while ago, and I will completely agree uh, with what you just said. <laughs> Uh, it's probably Christopher Nolan's most Christopher Nolan movie he's made so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, besides that, I haven't been watching too much. A um, couple horror movies here and there. but um, Yeah, it is
1: spooky
0: season. It is spooky season, so we're getting ready for that. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, All right, so seeing as this is our first episode, um, Lauren, why don't you tell us all a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, uh, My name is Lauren Worsher, as I already said. Um, I am a freshman at MSUM. Um, Currently, I am studying animation in the film and animation section of MSUM. Um, It's been about a month since we've gotten here, so it's been quite a bit recently, but I mean, I'm doing okay. College is fun, so not really much more I have to say about that. <laughs> what about you?
0: Um, I'm Jack Kluth. I am a film production major here at MSUM. Um, same as Lauren, it's been a little bit busy here in the last few weeks, but um, things are going pretty good so far. Um, I don't know if I guess if I had to say one thing about myself, it's that I like movies. Um, really (laughs) (laughs) yes um, I like movies that is that is all that is it that's my whole character (laughs) this is your character (laughs) this is my character everybody alright alright so for those of you probably asking yourself uh, what should I be expecting from the uh, ravings and reviews podcast well we're gonna tell you uh, this is primarily a movie review podcast. Um, we are going to be premiering every Monday and Friday. On Mondays me and Lauren are going to be reviewing a movie together and we're going to switch every other day, or every other week um, we're giving movie reviews and suggestions. And on Fridays we will have special guests on to talk about movies of their choice. So look forward to that. Next Friday we'll have our first special guest. And Monday we'll be talking about another review. But Today is Friday right now, and seeing as this is our first episode, um, we don't have a guest yet, but we got big things in the work. Just just you wait.
1: Just just you wait. Things are coming. (laughs) So I guess with that out of the way, kind of the introduction, we can kind of introduce our movie that we reviewed for this week, which is Lights Out. It will be keeping with the theme of Halloween, we decided to choose a horror movie for our first episode. So yeah i guess just a little background that i found about the movie um this is the movie lights out it came out in 2016 um it was directed by david f sandberg um produced by james wan lawrence gray and eric heiserer and also written by eric heiserer um yeah i mean there's this is um one interesting thing i found about this is that this, this movie was um, the director's directorial debut. So this was um, David F. Sandberg's first ever movie. Some of his other notable works have been the Annabelle series and also Shazam. Um, you may know some of the producers. James Wan who did the Saw movies and Dead Silence. Um, Lawrence Gray, there, I know he has like a film production company I couldn't really find any good movies that were attached to his name and I feel bad but <laughs> um I guess the most interesting person I found out stuff about was the writer Eric Heiserer, who did a lot of um horror movie reboots um most most notably he did um he wrote the Bird Box um oh, sure. and also the The Thing reboot from 2011, uh, Final Destination 5, and the Nightmare on Elm Street movie in 2010, where it was, where the Freddy was not Robert Englund.
0: <laughs> All 10 out of 10 movies he's uh, helped write so far, <laughs> I must say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, a lot of the background information I could find about the movie. Um, so... What about you? Like, what are some of your initial thoughts about just face value? How do you think the movie was, and what do you think about it?
0: Um, all right. So, basically, Lights Out is the story of a family that is haunted by an insidious force that can only be seen in the darkness. This movie (laughs) came out in 2016, and I was too much of a baby boy back then to even think about seeing it <laughs> in the movie theaters. That was not going to happen. I remember I remember walking into my dark living room and seeing the trailer for it and just noping out <laughs> of the whole house. <laughs> no, nope, you know, that was not going to happen. Um, and then about uh, probably a few months later, honestly, um, I was working at a job at my local pool, and I had some downtime, and I was watching movie trailers, and I stumbled across the Lights Out one. And I kind of over the days, I kind of worked up my um level. Like I'd watch the first 20 seconds. I'd be like, okay, I'm done, I can't do anymore. <laughs> then I'd watch the next 30, and then I'd watch the next 40. And then finally I'd seen the whole trailer. I'm like, ooh, ooh, can I handle this super scary movie? Oh, pace I don't yourself. know. If you
1: gotta pace yourself with horror movies. <laughs>
0: Actually. So, um, yeah, this was the first horror movie that I ever saw, that I ever mustered up the courage to watch. And I would say that it is a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing. I thought it was it was it was very simplistic, very sh- like not necessarily short, but shorter than other horror movies I've seen. Um I felt like they did the pacing really really well. There weren't any times of like, "Ugh, this is dragging on forever," like th- cuz some horror movies have that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, the most recent this is the most recent time I've ever really watched this movie um i only the only time i ever watched this movie finger quotes is um i had it on as background noise with a group of friends that Mm. we were just like playing games and it was just on it was just on the tv behind us but we weren't really paying attention to it sure so i can i can very safely say this is my first time watching this movie
0: yeah this is probably my sixth time watching this movie so uh yeah this is a this is a this is a bit of a classic for me at this point um I've since since then since watching Lights Out for the first time um I have gone on to watch about as diverse of a horror film collection as you can probably get um and we have worked our way up the ladder of horror and uh it's probably my favorite genre now I'd say um and I would genuinely have to say that I it, I would attribute most of that to Lights Out um it really got me interested in the genre. It was a good stepping stool. Because this movie's not like, ooh, shiver me timbers. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I mean, maybe it will. I mean,
1: it, it, I I would beg to differ on that one. <laughs> like, it's, it's a little scary. Like, it's shadow demons. Like,
0: that's,
1: I mean, not as <laughs> yeah. I mean, Well, would you consider it a shadow demon?
0: I'm- I... See, that's one of the interesting parts about the movie, I think, is the, like... You can't
1: really, like, name what the main entity is other than the name Diana.
0: Yeah, it's, like, part ghost, part monster, almost. Yeah, it's part really human. Weird. Um, It's not as traditional as, like, a ghost from, say, like, The Conjuring or something, or, like, a slasher. Right? It's not a real person, what it used to be. It's a little bit unclear about what it yeah, is, it's but kind I think of unclear.
1: But I feel like it works.
0: It. I think it almost helps that it's yeah. a bit more like. I think it adds to the fear factor of you don't even know what this thing is, yeah. and it's not. Yeah. It's not as similar to something as um you might have seen before. Um, and while it is, this is by no means a complex movie or a complex no, antagonist, I mean, but
1: some bits it can be like with. Well, I mean. I was kind of thinking of, like, the like Diana's background, like, her, mm-hmm. like, how she became the way she is. We can talk about that later, though, but I, I would say this is a very simplistic movie in terms of other horror movies that I've seen, but...
0: I think the simplicity is what makes it work. Yeah. I think that's the whole... That's the whole appeal of the movie to me, is it's a very, <laughs> like, simple, just don't turn off the lights you have to stay in the light and it's like it's basically that for the whole movie yeah um and i i like the sim the simple premise of it it's not too complicated um it's a very it's only like 86 minutes it flies by it does
1: it really does fly by like i remember i was watching it last night and i was looking at like the the timer of it and i was like wow i'm already halfway through the movie oh my god it's almost over like whoa yeah this is going really really fast
0: yeah it really comes and goes yeah. um it does not overstay its welcome which i think is a good thing
1: yeah that's a good thing i feel like i feel like i would not enjoy it as much if it was any longer than how it was agreed
0: agreed um so this is one of the movies that i would put in the classification of uh, i've coined this term myself the sensory deprivation genre of horror so okay. you have movies like this, Lights Out. You have movies like Bird Box. You have movies like Hush on Netflix. Or A Quiet Place. Movies where one key sense is removed from the person. And then a horror movie is created. So, for example, in Bird Box, you can't use your yes. vision. In A Quiet Place, you can't make noise. Which I suppose that isn't a sense. It, it would fall into line of like hearing. Um, same thing with Hush. The main character is deaf, and so she has to fight off a killer while also not being able to hear anything.
1: That's interesting. I've never actually thought about that before. Like having like sense like sensory deprivation being like a genre of horror because like obviously you have, you have slashers, mm-hmm. you have like the paranormal. Like obviously you could also categorize categorize this as paranormal, but also like that's yeah that's really interesting i've never thought of it that way yeah
0: i've almost kind of seen a spike of them recently i mean starting with i don't know what the the first sensory deprivation movie has come out but um i would say this was one of the earlier ones and then it's kind of it's almost become a trend i think quiet place and bird box um really made it a big thing and then you kind of get some copycat movies like the silence on netflix which was a really (laughs) bad horror movie (laughs) Trying to piggyback off of the, oh, don't make any noise kind of concept. So, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, that that's a it's a very interesting con. It almost makes it feel more personal, cause like it's because like sight is a sense that uh, like the majority of people have like this sense like hearing. It almost makes it feel more real, and that was that's what makes it scarier.
0: Mm-hmm. And it also um, the premise of this plays on a very very simple concept of human beings, natural tendency to be afraid of the dark. It's just ingrained into every human. We don't like to be in dark places. And, you know, obviously as you grow up that kind of, you know, you can be in a dark living room without being worried, but this movie, that's not exactly the case. (laughs) Um, So it takes a very, it takes a concept that everyone on the whole planet can relate to and it kind of gives it a cool twist, and I think that's one of the things about this movie that makes it stand out yeah, from another horror movie um there are it's not it's not reinventing the cinema, it's not reinventing the genre of horror movie, but what it is is pretty good for yeah, what it's going it's, it's for a, it's
1: it's just a good movie like it's not revolutionary, mm-hmm. it's not a huge like blockbuster kind of thing, but i mean it's 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 a good movie for what it is
0: mm-hmm the characters are better than the average horror movie yes, character i, I was gonna say. talk
1: about that you made a joke about the um the writer and how and the good movies that he has <laughs> written for but i actually do really like the writing for this movie especially the script writing like, the characters are smart they're mm-hmm. not like oh let's go into this dark room with no mind for anything else like it's the the characters are very smart, they think about what they're going to do and like it, it makes it makes the that that makes the movie feel more real as well. Like the mm-hmm. the characters feel like people.
0: One hundred percent. You you care about um the main girl oh, named Becca yeah, yeah, yeah. You care and about the, the little boy. So much. Um you know, he actually, um Little kid characters in horror movies—it is a big gamble as to whether or not they're going to be good. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think the little boy in this movie does a great job. Actually, Um yeah. His name is Gabriel Bateman. Yeah, is Ga- Gabriel name.
1: Bateman. He's
0: been in a few other horror movies. He's been in like the Annabelle movie, and he was in the Aquaman movie, I believe. So yeah. other James Wan productions. But yeah,
1: one thing I was I found really interesting specifically about like the character writing was. Um Rebecca, who is the main sister character and um i think it, martin martin is the little boy yes. is the little boy character their relationship was amazing i loved i loved their brother sister relationship so much um it reminded me of like do you have you seen like child's play?
0: Child's yeah, played? I've seen bits and pieces yeah of any, i yeah.
1: um there's the second movie has andy the main boy move into a house where he has an older sister where they have a really really great sibling bond Mm. despite not being from the same family it really reminded me heavily of that and then when i did some more googling it's even more funny because the kid who plays martin in this movie also played andy barkley in the recent child's play movie
0: oh really (laughs) yeah oh yeah that's right i did see that yeah
1: yeah, it that was that was really, really funny to find out. I was like, Wow, I'm thinking about this and I'm like it has a bit more truth than what yeah, I originally thought. Yeah.
0: It's it's the characters are a little bit more than just um bodies to yes. be thrown at the monster and killed. Um obviously there's a few. Um
1: There's a few of those. Basically,
0: um I, I'd say this is a general rule for most horror movies. If you see a cop, they are just one hundred percent there to be monster bodies they they are not going to make it to the end of the movie yeah and that's the case with this movie um, there are characters that are just introduced to be um, ripped to shreds, but uh, the main characters though you you want them to make it to the end of the movie because of the writing yeah I wouldn't say it's it's not like they're not complex but they're given just enough emotion and personality and motivation that you do end up caring for them yeah. um, you really want them to make it out of the situation that we're in or that they're in I should say
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and which we'll discuss in a little bit later when we go more in depth in the plot um, uh, there's actually a more personal connection that these characters have to Diana the monster as well which I really liked yes. I liked yes. that they had this very personal connection to the monster Um, That gave it more, I think that's another thing that elevates it a little bit higher above just another uh, scary ghost movie.
1: (laughs) So do we want to hop into kind of the plot, or do we want to take a break?
0: Um, I'd say let's hop into the very basic plot of it, and then, uh, yeah, we can take a break. I guess I can ask
1: you about this then. Did you like the cold open? Um... Like everything before the original, like title card, like, yeah. Everything with like the the, the mannequins and everything. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote in my notes. I said, um, "Opens with a bunch of mannequins. Nothing better than start a horror movie than a yeah. bunch of mannequins." Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so we are going to be getting into spoiler sections. Oh, now. yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoilers, so if that's something yes. that you care about, then um, come back and listen to this episode later after you've seen the movie.
1: Yes, I, I would say if you, I would say this is a good movie to watch like we we before we spoil it 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 would be a good movie for you to watch before
0: mm-hmm. we spoil it mm-hmm. yeah um the cold opening um i don't know it kind of it sets the mood for the rest of the movie it's it does. not like well, i mean that's
1: kind of the point of a cold oh well totally to kind of yeah set the mood for the for
0: the rest of the movie the whole opening kind of just encapsulates like okay this is kind of goofy a little bit um the you know well it but it establishes the monster, and we get to see what it is right off the bat um and we learn more significance about this opening. um It's a man working at a warehouse um and we see him going through some paperwork before the monster um finds him and kills him. Um, we get to learn a little bit more about that, so I would say that, yeah, I like the cold opening yeah,
1: I was pretty sure that the f- the female employee like there there is he also has like a female employee, like this happens like super late at night she comes in and is like, hey, do you need people to work overtime? I was sure the second that we didn't know her name or anything about her, I was sure she was the one that was gonna die. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was sure like that she was, she was gone, but nope, it was the, the one named character, the one like background character that Mm -hmm. we see that gets killed, which was kind of strange, but I feel like they did it really well, Mm -hmm.
0: so. Yeah. Um, fun fact actually, that, uh, female character, the, like, I don't even know. She's just there. She's, she's an, like employee, a, yes, like an employee, a female employee that's there. Um, that's actually the wife of the director of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. I
1: didn't know that.
0: Yep. Um, she's in a lot of his short films and stuff. Um, oh. And she's also, I think she makes a cameo in every movie that he's directed. She was in Shazam as well. Oh. And Annabelle Creation. Um, so, yeah.
1: I guess that we can kind of talk about, oh, uh, <laughs> voice crack. <laughs> I guess we can kind of talk about that too. Um, this film started as a short film.
0: Yes, it It did. It it was
1: a short film of the same name, directed by David David Sandberg, um, which is the way that a lot of his films start. He's, um, I believe he's Swedish. Yeah. So he's, um, he just, he's made a lot of short films and this is one of the, one of his movies that came from a short film, which -hmm. is kind of a cool concept to think about that a lot of, a lot of horror movies have come from short films. Mm
0: Mm-hmm like
1: i know saw started as a short film yep i there are others in my brain that i can think that i can think that started as short films but saw is the only one that comes to mind no yeah i know there are others though and
0: saw is a good example because that movie the short and the feature film were directed by james James who went on to produce this movie so it's kind of a cool little
1: Little uh, connection with those
0: yeah um, yeah, no, I did know that there was a short film. Have you actually, have you ever seen the short film? I haven't,
1: actually. I didn't learn about it until I was, like, researching for sure, the episode sure. that I found out it was a short film. But, I mean, now knowing the context of the movie, I would probably like to watch it. hmm
0: The short film's really good. Um, that's one of the, that's another part about this movie, um, why, personally, it connects for me so much. Um, it's a very, it's kind of inspiring. Um, it's, it's, it's cool to see this guy, um... He was just making short films for fun. He was just doing them because he liked making movies. Um, and he would upload them to YouTube. And then somebody, I think he won some awards at like Sundance for his Lights Out short film.
1: I, and that would make sense. <laughs> he,
0: he got approached by um, some people that wanted to make it into a real thing. And he was like, oh, really? Um, and they're like, yeah, we want you to direct it. So he went from just doing these things for fun to being able to direct a full-length movie about a concept that he came up with. Wow. Um, And now he's gone on to make um, million-budget-dollar movies. Um, He made Shazam for DC, um, which is...
1: That was spooky. Uh (laughs) The lights just went out in the hallway Uh as we're talking about a movie where the lights go out. If you don't Uh hear from any of
0: us... (laughs) you know what happened you know what happened
1: <laughs> this is a this is a <laughs> documentation <laughs>
0: <laughs> good um no yeah it's a really it, it's it's inspiring to me personally cuz you get to see him just start from like extremely humble origins and now he's doing what he loves um and so that's another reason that this movie holds a, a special place for me despite it being nothing great but combined with the parts that it does well and this these cool little um background elements about the director and the story um i think it makes this movie it makes it into something special um more so than i'd say the average horror movie at least for me personally i don't know if you would say the same thing i mean
1: i can i can kind of like come to some um conclusions with that i mean i didn't make any Um, I didn't make any huge sort of like short films kind of that for that kind of reason. But um, me and my younger sister would love, we loved to make little, we had this video camera and we would just love to make little stories with dolls and our own bodies and, you know, like move them like puppets and that kind of thing. And they never really went anywhere, but just the save files of a computer somewhere. But it was still really cool to see how... These little short films that we just... The, with the stories that we just came up with in our brains just come into fruition and make just kind of a cool little thing that we can look back on now, so...
0: Totally, yeah. Film
1: film is a really, really cool area of study, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very glad to be here to be learning about film because I'm thinking about things that I would have never thought about before watching a movie. Agreed, yeah. So...
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um Yeah, and just now just because I've said that it holds a special place in my heart, um, let me be clear. This movie's far from perfect. Yeah,
1: this movie is This far movie's from
0: far from perfect, alright? This is not We
1: just like we just sang its praises so much, but Yeah, this is not we, a it's flawless not a perfect, masterpiece. Yeah, it's, not it's goofy, perfect.
0: it's it's a little bit dumb at parts. Yeah. Um but Uh, if you want to hear about our criticisms of the movie, then stick around. We're going to be having a short break and then we'll be back to discuss some parts of the movie that we weren't so fond of and other parts that we might have liked. So stick around. We'll be right back.
1: I feel like it would be like the, um, I feel like the way that they tried to cue it in was like, it was old. Like it was really, really old Mm-hmm. um medical records. So like it would be they might have been like I don't know like expired or however that works like where you can just kind of see and like cuz you can you can go into like files or like Google and you can find records of every, of anything if it's old enough. Sure. So I feel like that's what they were trying to cue into there, but I I don't know.
0: Yeah. No. I suppose. I mean, if it's old enough, but s- still, like, I think. I mean, if
1: this movie. I'm Pretty was sure that's set, against the
0: law. Like, I don't yeah. think you can give medical records to just anybody. I mean, it's um, never
1: really clear where, like, at, at like what year it's set in. True. So I mean, it. I mean, the one of the characters has a cell phone, and like they have these like nice cars. So I assumed it was set in the release year. Right. Yeah.
0: I think that's safe to say
1: i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah going back to what i was gonna say for like my biggest like confusing part of the movie i was so confused as to how diana was able to get into other places that weren't her that weren't sophie's house if she was connected
0: to sophie Yeah, Diana can basically just teleport. (laughs) She's just like
1: that's terrifying. It is
0: terrifying, if not also a little bit inconsistent and weird. Because
1: like she ended up in Rebecca's house. She Mm -hmm. ended up in, or did she end up in anywhere else other than Rebecca's house? I think there was one other place where. where Well, she she was was.
0: at that factory in the the beginning of the movie. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like it was so confusing as to why why she can end up in these areas and not be like. And not have her and not have Sophie there as we see, as we see like, she's connected to Sophie, then mm-hmm. why is she able to just, like, be free and run around? Like, that was just, that was that was super confusing for me.
0: It's very, yeah, and it's very explicitly in the movie set up that, you know, oh, this, she's only existing because she's, like, because Sophie is, has let her in to her mind, and Sophie is the one that has let her take, control over her life and yeah. abuse her family for um many years um and so yeah you're right it doesn't make sense that she can just go wherever she wants um at least in terms of like i mean like she teleports miles away to different people's like yeah houses um and i don't think you know i i'm sure that's just one of the things that you're not supposed to think about you know yeah, you're not supposed so to think like, of just diana walking it. out Let's and just taking the bus <laughs> to get to the apartment building or whatever yeah um,
1: that's weird
0: but yeah. no i agree i agree that it doesn't it's just a little bit like oh she's here now okay all right how'd she get here i don't know
1: i guess since we were kind of talking about um diana's connection to sophie we can kind of move in towards like the ending of the movie and how everything wraps up how'd you feel about that
0: um if they were going for a twist then i saw it coming from a mile away even when i was like 13 and watching this movie
1: yeah
0: um i don't i think it's just fine yeah (laughs) i don't i don't really have any major problem with it um, I don't either.
1: I was just trying cuz I wrote in my notes I was like the ending was like I didn't expect it. I was not expecting oh. that um for context, um spoiler warning again. I mean, just again, we're going to keep saying it, but um <laughs> the um Diana is finally defeated by the mom shooting herself in the head with one of the cops' guns. Yeah. So mom dies. So Brett, Martin, and Rebecca all make it out um at, but mom does
0: not when the mom sacrifices herself diana like instantly disappears yeah smoke Um, that
1: almost felt i mean obviously like there wasn't a huge like conflict or any sort of like battle with diana that really could happen right but i feel like the like her just fizzling out was kind of anticlimactic Like, it, obviously, like, it made it, the movie, like, all of, everything that happened that night in the house leading up to that was the climax. Right. So, it was, it just felt so weird just seeing, like, um, like, you're connected to me without me, you're not doing anything. Bang. Poof. Bad guy gone. Right. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I still liked it. Like, it was, it was a very good way to wrap up the movie, and it also didn't set it up for a sequel. Which also kind of, which also helped it because most of the time when you see movies that are set up specifically for a sequel, you can, like, it's a gamble whenever they do that because there's a gamble of if they will be funded to make the sequel, if the sequel will be good, like, if if it ties into everything. And it's inevitable and it's kind of bad to say, but sometimes viewing of a sequel can sometimes ruin the original. Mm Mm-hmm. But um this this movie didn't set up for there to be a lights out too or right. like turn the lights out again or something like that.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. Um no yeah, I totally agree with you. They don't sequel bait at the end. Um they, there's this little tiny bait and switch where um Martin and his sister are in the ambulance and the lights flicker and it's like, ooh and then Brett goes, She's gone now, guys. But I've got you. You're safe. And then <laughs> the camera hands back out. you see the house and the movie ends i really don't have any problem with the ending i think no i think it kind of just like like we said the movie just comes and goes and the ending is like okay now's the ending and then the movie ends yeah. and it's like it didn't bother me um i didn't think it was too anticlimactic i didn't think it was very like shocking it wasn't
1: anything special but it also was just kind of like right it, it was a nice it was a nice way to tie up the ends of the movie
0: yeah i agree so i agree
1: i guess that's kind of really all of my thoughts that i really wanted to talk about of like the um the plot main plot of the movie other than like their house is really cool (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was really I, i really liked i also i i like the social worker character Mm-hmm. She seemed very sweet and nice and she was trying.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
1: their family situation was so weird that it was just it was just really bad, but yeah, I feel like unless you have anything else to share, I think we'll go to one more commercial break or commercial song break and we'll come back and do some fun movie trivia about this movie and quiz each other.
0: Sounds good to me? Woo. See you guys in a little bit.
1: All right, we are back. So, on days where we kind of just have not a lot to end on with, or, or end with, um, we have some trivia, movie trivia, to quiz each other on. So, it's all about, it's all um, around the movie, and I don't know about you, but I grabbed from some of the behind-the-scenes knowledge of mo- of the movie not necessarily a lot of the plot. I don't know if that's what you did too, or...
0: Not too much, no. Okay. Um Yeah, I mostly got some of the, like, some tidbits about the director and producer, and then some just general stuff about the movie. Um, okay.
1: Do you want to go first or me? Because you have a lot more questions than I was able to find.
0: Sure. Um, I think, I, I'm i pretty sure we've, like, discussed some of these already, but we'll, I we'll, mean, we'll just see how many you can just remember. Just jog my knowledge. All right. Uh, first question: What other horror movie did the director of this film make? Um,
1: Annabelle. Is there more? A
0: little bit. Uh, the,
1: of the title of. of or, the title. Oh, <laughs> Annabelle Origins.
0: Creation. Creation. Like basically, the right same, on it. it.
1: Come on, the, the, <laughs> the is it, man? It's the same word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh staying on the topic of the director David F Sandberg. Um what DCEU film did he direct? Shazam. Yes. Did you ever see, Sh- see Shazam?
1: Um no, I don't think I ever did. I just I think is it Zachary Levi who is the Yeah, name? yeah. And then also um Oh gosh, it's the um it's the kid from It. It's Eddie from the oh, new, yeah, yeah, yeah. reboot of It. So, um, definitely a good cast, but no, I, I did not see that movie.
0: I watched that one over quarantine. It was pretty fun. Ah. It's it's such a tonally opposite movie from Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's... I was
1: really honestly surprised. I was like, okay, so we got two horror movies, and then a Shazam. <laughs>
0: e- even the director was surprised. I actually listened to a podcast where he guest starred, and um, they talked about just what a complete and utter... Difference it is to go from directing these pretty low budget um, horror movies to having a hundred million dollar budget um, superhero movie that yeah. that millions of millions of people are gonna see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he just he didn't search it out or anything. They just contacted him. So
1: I mean, if Lights Out was any indication, I feel like they had a good reason to. So
0: No, yeah, he pulled it off. I I watched it during quarantine. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's probably it's probably the best DC movie that's ever come out. So We
1: can talk about that on a different day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh do you want to do a question now?
1: Oh, sure. Um so, in this movie, did the director try to focus or did the director do more practical effects or CGI?
0: Oh boy. Um I I'd, um, I'd probably say practical. I think he tried to go practical.
1: Yep. So, David F Sandberg decided to focus on practical effects and avoided CGI as much as possible.
0: Yep. I don't yeah, I don't think any of I was gonna say I was trying to like think. Oh, was there any CGI? And I don't really think. And nothing I that say was for too maybe noticeable. Some of, the, like,
1: some of the like they probably used CGI for a little bit of like the um, some of the physical things with um, Diana with like reaching totally, yeah. around and like weird, but yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, the the skin, her skin, and when it would burn from the light, yeah, um, yeah that was yeah. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, that was CGI, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, the practical effects, look, they're fairly on point in this one. Um, yeah. And I always appreciate a director that uses practical exactly. over CGI. yeah, I,
1: I do too. It's really cool.
0: All right, um, I'll go for another question. Is there a Lights Out 2 sequel in the works?
1: Oh. I mean, we did kind of talk about it, how they didn't, set, they didn't set it up for one. I'm going to have to say No.
0: That is incorrect. There Are is you a serious? There is a Lights Out too that is in... It's set to come out in 2021. We just um, got done
1: talking about how the first one tied it all up and it doesn't need a sequel. It
0: really doesn't. And I honestly... Um, I wonder where they'd even take it from this yeah, point. Um, honestly, I, they would have to focus on Rebecca or Martin. Um, yeah,
1: or like Diana shifting to somebody else. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's probably... Yeah, they'd have to, like, shift it to, like, oh, now she's so, haunting. Yeah. Now she's latched on to... I don't...
1: I don't I don't know about that one. No, not,
0: I, mm. I really don't want to see that happen, honestly. Um, yeah, a little bit yikes. A <laughs>
1: little bit yikes.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. We'll see if it even gets made. Sometimes these things just shut down. And, I mean,
1: even with, like, the COVID, like, oh, like yeah, production totally. has yeah. almost completely shut down. So. Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, but there is there is one that is lined up under um, David Sandberg's name. Is it under his name, or is it just...
1: I'm not sure. Well, I, well, I wouldn't know. You were the one who came up yeah, with the question. Yeah, <laughs> no. I know it's
0: listed. <laughs> I didn't um, get the thing. Let's see here.
1: Here, you Google that. I will give you my next question. Okay. How long did it take for the movie to make back its entire production budget?
0: Ooh. Um... Oh, boy. It's entire production budget. Maybe one month? Was it shorter than that? I'll go with one month.
1: It's technically a trick question because it made it all back on its opening day in the box office. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. I thought that was
1: really cool. That is
0: cool, yeah. As when you, yeah, with these kind of horror movies, you can do them for like dirt cheap. So. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, there wasn't a whole lot of like super, super big effects. So I guess it wasn't really that... Hard to make. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about movie budgets and everything. No, like, yeah, yeah, very. I know like very very low budget things. So. Mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah. I mean, all they've got to do is rent a house, turn the lights off, and get a few, <laughs> <laughs> and get a creepy silhouette. No, there's, there's a little bit more Just than that. Some but morph
1: suits from Party City. Let's go, boys. Honestly, oh, I
0: should have thought about that. A, a whole <laughs> month. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah, that doesn't surprise me, actually. This was very well um, received. People, yeah. people liked it quite a bit, which is probably why there's a Lights Out too in <laughs> uh, production. All right, um, just a really basic one here. What year did this movie premiere?
1: 2016?
0: Correct. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> so I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> wrong! <laughs> it came out earlier than that, and it's everything, everything you've read is lied to. <laughs> All right. All right,
0: um... You go
1: ahead. Oh, alright. Um, so, I talked about it before, but I think the house in this movie is really cool. It has also been used for another horror movie that came out around this same time
0: Insidious. No. Oh, I thought I was going to be right on it with that. Oh, oh, uh. It was Ouija. Oh, oh. It was
1: Ouija <laughs> and then Ouija Orange. Or. Ouija Orange. Or. Oranges. Origins orange <laughs> of Evil. Okay, okay. I
0: was trying to say or, origin of evil <laughs> and I kept saying orange. <laughs> okay, interesting. Oh, I thought for sure it was gonna be insidious. Yeah. I would, oh. Huh. Interesting. No, yeah, the the Ouija movies haven't appealed to me. Uh I
1: never saw
0: them. I haven't I haven't that's what I mean. They haven't appealed to me enough for me to seek them out and oh. watch them. Um not not mm. too interesting. <laughs> um all right. Okay. Here's one question. From the plot of the movie, we'll see if you can remember. How many people did Diana kill in the movie? Not on screen, Whoa. just how many total did she directly murder?
1: So wait, so um, uh, okay, so she kills, she kills the dad, she kills the cop. I can't, and you, you can't really, you can't really say she kills the mom. No. Nope so you're talking like flashback stuff too or like the anything like that
0: um i would say
1: the tape was I, I wasn't really paying attention to the tape
0: no yeah you're good no i'll give you a hint there was nothing in the tape nothing oh, okay. at the mental I'm have institution to say, i'm gonna have
1: to say two then
0: i actually had four listed four. down there okay. were two police officers that came into the house
1: oh did both of them die i thought the female one made it out alive
0: i, um, I thought she
1: called for backup and then was never seen again
0: I didn't no know she, she called for backup and then um she walked around a corner and then um rebecca came up the stairs and saw the cop standing there and then the Ooh. light shone and the cop fell forward on her face and oh was
1: all... i hadn't i had no idea i thought that was like this i thought that was the same cop or i thought it was the same cop being like possessed by her and then just like falling and dying. i don't know oh no I yeah didn't, i didn't catch that one who was the fourth one though
0: the fourth one was so Diana kills the stepdad uh, at the beginning of the film. Oh,
1: she also killed. And she, she also killed,
0: also oh. killed uh, Rebecca's, Rebecca's dad. Uh, birth dad. I completely
1: um, forgot about that. Yeah,
0: and I guess I suppose that's probably a bit of yeah, a trick I mean, question. Well,
1: no, well, no, it's not because you cause it it does get hinted at. It's not like. You have to infer it yourself. Like, she literally says, like, I, like, this is how your I will show you how your dad died. Yeah, will, yeah. Like, she's been, she's been told, like, her dad just left, like, her entire life. So, mm-hmm. okay, that was, that was fair. So, uh, that was very fair.
0: All right. Um. Two... I'm out of
1: questions, so you. you know. All right, I got
0: two more, and I All don't right. think these ones are too hard. Um, this is about the producers of the film. Okay. Uh, the producer of this film has made several other, uh, horror films. Can you name any of them? I'm specifically talking about James Wan. Okay, so I'll um, give you that. Saw? Yep.
1: Dead Silence. Yep. Um if you if you don't want to count franchises, he also did Saw too. <laughs> <laughs> um um I I can only think of um I can really only think of Dead Silence and Saw. I mean, I know hmm, Yeah, those are the only two that I can really think of.
0: No, yep, no, that's, you're good. I uh, I only said one, so you got oh, okay. two You got two times the amount. That oh, I nice. I'm yep. an
1: overachiever. Woo.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he did Aquaman. He did The Conjuring as well. Oh, The And Conjuring. he also did Insidious okay. too, which oh. is why I thought um, it might have been the same house because oh, James Wan also oh, yeah. directed that. Um, and then he did...
1: Is Aqu- Aquaman's
0: not a horror movie. Aquaman's not a horror movie, no. <laughs> no. Um, and then they also had... Uh, him as directing furious seven like the fast and furious movie oh and yeah i i remember like hearing about that when it was coming out i'm like oh i know who james Wan is he did that saw movie <laughs> yeah, um, he,
1: did, he did the only like the couple good saw movies.
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah he he directed fast and furious seven and I, I just thought that was kind of funny it's a very like i suppose aquaman sticks out too but yeah. like furious seven just like what the heck <laughs> all right
1: if i may add one thing i really i would love to cover saw at some point on this podcast oh 100 i would love the to. Saw movies are fantastic we'll, we'll, we'll have to show that to some of our guests to see if anyone would like to 100 i honestly i would love to do that
0: no yeah saw is a classic mm. Um, and then I had another question, but I'm pretty sure that I just, uh, gave you the answer <laughs> within the answer of the last one. Uh, w- what DCEU film did, uh, Lights Out producer James Wan direct?
1: Aquaman. Yep. Woo! Awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. I still have not I seen love Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> I Context Clues. Yeah. I haven't seen it
1: either.
0: Yeah. Um... All right, yeah. So that's all the trivia I've got.
1: That's fun. I like that. We will we'll have to do that segment of, of more often. That's that's a lot of fun. Definitely. So we kind of came up with this during the commercial break, but we also like to kind of give a kind of a rating for our movie for the movies that we review. Because mm-hmm. this is considering this is a review podcast. So how do you want to do? Like you want to do it like out of five? Like five stars? Um, I
0: always review out of ten. Oh,
1: out of ten. Um.
0: Oh. Yeah. So, you can see uh, my rating on Letterboxd if you follow me um, <laughs> at, public, at Public Nuisance on Letterboxd. You can see all my reviews on there. Um, I'm on
1: there too, but I forgot my username.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I had to shill that. If there's anything you want to.
1: Hold on, promote. hold on, hold on. Let me find my Letterboxd again. <laughs> hold on. I, it literally has nothing on it. Like, I've never actually. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah you keep talking i'll I'll find it
0: <laughs> yeah so um follow me on Letterboxd. you can see all my other uh, reviews and r- scores and ratings on there um this movie uh holds a very personal place in my heart but it is not it's not uh, near
1: anywhere near perfect it's not
0: anywhere near perfect it's not great it's it's very it's just good it's good i would recommend it um I've seen this movie a million times. I think it is rewatchable uh fairly rewatchable anyways um yeah. yeah, i'm gonna give it a six out of ten
1: I would be a bit i mean i'm all i'm i don't have that much of a background with the movie. I'm just basically seeing it face value just kind of from everything that I've seen and how much I liked about the movie like cinematography wise the character wise um I would have to give it i would give it a seven out of ten
0: oh, okay, good
1: just cuz like I it's also like the like the kind of confusing bits were
0: Sure, sure. So. Yeah.
1: So all right. All right. We made it through our first ever episode. Also, my letterbox username is Lima Victor Whiskey. Um L I M A V I C T or is it no. L I M A V C T R W S K Y. We'll have it Good. somewhere <laughs> so they can find it. All but, right. But yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, uh thank you so much if anyone's still around listening to the end of this podcast, we'd like to thank you very much for tuning yes, in and listening to us ramble about a movie.
1: Honestly, this is this has been so much fun.
0: It's been very fun and we are uh, I think I speak for the both of us when we say we're very excited to uh, do more podcasts. Oh, absolutely. And talk about I mean, movies. I
1: literally told you I wanted to plan for something else in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, you did tell me to come up with another movie for next week, but I haven't yet. So we will we'll see by Monday <laughs> All right. if we have another movie. We
0: will be back on we Monday. We will be back on Monday. Five o'clock, and we will be talking about another horror movie to stay within... To stay
1: within the spooky
0: month. 100%. Alright, um, unless you got anything else to add, I think that's I about don't. it. I
1: I'm don't. Very, I'm very happy that this is happening, and I'm just, I'm I'm very happy right now, so this <laughs> has been really, really fun.
0: Alright, we're excited to bring you guys more content as the year goes on. Uh, we'll see you guys later.
1: Alright, have a good day. <laughs>